greetings to everyone who's tuning in uh, this is one another episode that we have in the entree series where we talk to people who are pursuing their higher studies in very prestigious universities and we aim to bring you insights from every possible career path that you would like to pursue and understand what it get, what it requires to get to that point so today with us we have aniruddha chandrashekar so he is uh, he has personally been a mentor for me in uh, pursuing my interests and having the right direction in, in in terms of how to go about things so very interestingly he has been uh, pursuing his masters in supply chain management in georgia tech and right now uh, he has been placed in uh, wd western digitals and uh, we would love to hear his insights so welcome on the podcast thank you so much for carving out time and uh, getting yourself to come here thank you thank you nishit i look forward to this conversation yeah all right so <clears throat> you know it's very interesting to me because you studied in bms which is a college in bangalore uh, for those of you in nitk who don't know bms and uh, you were pursuing industrial engineering and management as your bachelor's degree right so um, talk to me about how your uh, how your experience in btech of engineering has been and how it's different from what you are experiencing as engineering in your master's degree well i think uh... i think it's been uh, it's been extremely different uh, the experience has been different yeah um, of course uh, to just talking about my 3 years of bachelor's that's in industrial engineering uh, leaving out the first year right. i think it was uh, it w- it was a broader field uh, i wasn't specializing in a particular field yeah. so i was i was getting introduced to a lot of subjects and a lot of topics but uh, i wasn't i wasn't going into any of the details Yeah. Uh, at times i liked something more than the other but then i was forced to do everything yeah. and uh, and and that demotivates you at times you yeah. don't you don't want to do something you're not interested in uh, but overall i think that helped me in understanding what what is my interest and uh, what what i want to pursue uh, i think probably uh, i might be wrong here but if you ask any person who is pursuing industrial engineering who did their bachelor's in industrial engineering in india yeah uh, it's probably they couldn't get mechanical engineering that's why they're doing industrial <laughs> engineering yeah. that's <laughs> that is the common story uh, you can hear and yeah. that was my story but yeah. i don't want to be, be talking for everyone else but for me that's how it yeah. has been yeah so yeah. i didn't get mechanical engineering i tried i thought i could get a branch change but i couldn't got uh, it. i i couldn't get that as well for various reasons but yeah. but i stayed in industrial engineering and that's when i started enjoying it and um, and i got introduced to a lot of things in industrial engineering like talking about manufacturing operations research right. uh, supply chain right. statistics so so a lot about process improvement and process improvements can take place through various methods so 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 this way it gives you a good understanding of what industrial engineering is all about that was important uh, but then uh, but then the lack of flexibility right. it was uh, is is a disadvantage the advantage is you get you you get to see everything but the disadvantage is you don't get to take a particular field or particular specialization forward yeah um, so th- so the masters has been a bit different for me because here i'm doing exactly what i want i am not stepping away from anything Yeah. Um, the the thing about my masters is uh, it's masters in supply chain engineering. So yeah. it is it is not a generalized master degree like masters in industrial engineering. Yeah. If in case you're doing masters in industrial engineering, you have options to again specialize 
in various uh, fields like yeah. operations research or supply chain or yeah. manufacturing or quality based on based on your interest but since i got an admitted master's in supply chain program i do not have much flexibility as to uh, what i want to do i need to focus on supply chain only so this way it has been a bit different i have been focusing on a particular field and just been uh, probably gaining more insights and understanding that subject to a yeah. greater detail yeah. so so definitely the experience has been very different yeah uh, both of both i think when you when you look at it at the end of the day both has gone its own advantages and disadvantages it just depends on on whether you made the right decision if in case i didn't like supply chain and i got admitted to this program i could have probably had a extremely negative answer right now Definitely. because because i cannot move out of this field and yeah. i just i just need to accept it and uh, do whatever it takes to complete this program yeah yeah definitely makes a lot of sense to me because uh, the way it's structured in india is that you are not pursuing a particular career option or a domain because of your interest you are basically thrown into engineering most of the times as you told uh, in a particular branch or particular uh, stream and uh, you basically have to navigate yourself try to find your own interest and uh, that is one of our main concerns in peer support communities when we are trying to develop where you have the right mix of lateral approach where you get to explore all of that and then you also have the right approach to take a deep dive in whatever you are interested in and try to explore what that is and then if that's the right career choice for you to uh, pursue your higher studies so i think what you will be telling will be helping a lot of students on campus because your experience is very similar to students who are in nitk because it we are all coming from that same uh, uh, indian education system so it's very similar to the experience that we've also had so it's very interesting to me um also and now that you are uh, uh, pursuing your supply chain management in a very prestigious university georgia tech uh, tell me more about the university itself and what are the opportunities it provides how are you liking it there how is the pure group in college and uh, would love to hear more about the college itself well one word uh, probably two words extremely com- competitive uh, when initially initially when i came here uh, there's this uh, i'm not sure if you heard of this there's something called as imposter syndrome yeah. where you feel like <laughs> yeah 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 where you where you feel like you just you just got into this place by a mistake correct <laughs> uh, you yeah. don't you don't deserve to be here so so that was the same case for me as well Yeah. I just I I used I used to see everyone around sim like just looking at the Indians as well who was in Georgia Tech. Yeah. Most of them I think I think 90 to 95% of them are from one of the IITs and IITs a bit. Yeah, yeah. Anyone you you go talk to anyone it's just IIT NIT bits. Uh, so initially I still I still remember this uh, in my first orientation session we are asked to introduce ourselves. So all we had to do is just tell our name and the college we came from. Got it. So <laughs> the professors and everyone, uh, they they knew IIT, NIT, but but then when I said BMS, they took a moment to figure out uh, where that college is from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but but yeah, that's that's actually looking back now, it's that's that's a that's a great experience for me actually. Definitely. Definitely. It uh, helps you compete with with some great people who have done some great things. So 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 that way. It, it keeps you on your toes always it uh, it 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 helps you uh, collaborate and grow along with them uh, you may not be as good as them but that's okay but you're all yeah but you but you're getting better that's what yeah. is important yeah yeah uh, you so you don't want to be the smartest one in the classroom it's yeah 
it that way that way your learning curve is very, very slow yeah 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 so so you want to have a good learning curve so you want to you want to ensure that you have some good competition healthy competition that way it helps you uh, succeed but uh, of course georgia tech the experience has been tremendous and i think uh, i think looking at everyone and seeing what they do to to uh, to to be successful in their own careers or or uh, or or how they look at success is something which is is uh, which was uh, really interesting for me got it and i think uh, and uh, and 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 i think uh, especially if you look at the masters students they all have come uh, right after bachelors or probably with one or two years of work experience or sometimes more than that as well right. so everyone's focused and 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 they get extremely serious it's not like bachelors so yeah. so the pressure is even more and uh, yeah. you're you're putting in a lot of money as well Definitely. so everyone uh, everyone everyone wants to find a job everyone wants to be be at their best so that yeah. uh, so that so that they can they can get whatever they want yeah. so so that way the competition is healthy the the, the vibe is great Definitely. you have this great positive uh, like like you like you need to go get it that sort of a vibe is yeah. is what you get but at times you also feel like you made a huge mistake but then but then <laughs> when you when you just stay patient and when you look back i think i think it's it's been great yeah uh, but but other than that i think i think the campus is brilliant and uh, and engineering at georgia tech uh, i think i don't have to say this it's 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 one of the very few public universities which competes with it's the best of the best uh in the US and in the world so it's been highly ranked which probably even just for engin- engineering in general i oh. think i think even in the US it's top 5 top 6 I, i i might be wrong here i don't yeah, know yeah. what sources i'm looking at yeah. uh but jo- just don't take me by my word but then but then i think i think it's ranked pretty high and it's yeah, the ie program yeah. of course the rankings change with each department Right. but i know the isy the industrial and systems engineering school is ranked number 1 i think for the last 29 years so they have been doing some great work yeah. so the entire experience of being a part of this uh, georgia tech community has been great it's been yeah. uh, i would probably say it's been a dream so so i was, I was ex- extremely excited when i came here to see how things work here makes sense makes sense and what i really love about this is that there's so much of scope for personal growth in what you said and there are so many indicators of what you just said which shows that you've come a very far and a long way from where you started off and that growth in terms of your learning curve in terms of your personal journey is very inspiring uh, <clears throat> also right now since you are pursuing a very specific uh, coursework which is supply chain management um, tell me more about the flexibility that you have when you are choosing the course and when you're choosing coursework associated with that course and if you do have some concerns where you would like to pivot and explore more other career options uh, how would students go about it at georgia tech but uh, well, there are there are two ways of answering this this question one is flexibility with respect to uh, what your course offers yeah. and flexibility with respect to what your visa offers <laughs> one is one is a one is more on uh, one is a different type of yeah to all to all together you cannot correct. you cannot come here with a certain plan and then change and then do whatever you want correct correct so so there are a lot of visa restrictions of which which prevents you from doing anything and everything got it uh, got so it. just first talking about the important aspect that is that is the course and the flexibility with respect to 
so the program that you get admitted to yeah i think that's very well uh, defined so so if you if you end up in uh, let's say masters in computer science or masters in industrial engineering yeah. those are more more uh, those are courses which lets you explore more which gives you some sort of flexibility right. so how most of those courses work is there'll be different groups and they'll say that you have a minimum requirement in these groups and once you're done with that you can graduate oh okay but you have a 30 credits to finish your masters program so once you're done with the minimum requirements you could uh, you could probably take any any course you could yeah. it could be in data analytics it could be in in uh, it 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 could be in uh, something related to uh, environmental studies or it could be uh, anything anything yeah. and everything so That's it could great. be related to uh, mba business hmm. uh, oh. and management anything yeah. but then you need to get this minimum requirements definitely and at the same time you know, so many people what they do is if they are extremely interested to do uh, certain things they would uh, they would keep these minimum requirements till the end and do the courses which they want to so so even though you would have finished more than 30 30 credits you cannot graduate because you haven't finished your degree requirements yeah yeah so 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 that way you can make your course flexible but just that it comes at an additional cost Got you it. have tuition waivers and if you if you are if you are a student and uh, if you if if you're working in the campus as a teacher yeah. and a research assistant you get tuition waivers and things so that helps so that mm-hmm. way you can uh, waive off your tuition and and get some free courses uh, but but if not it's expensive Definitely. so uh, so that way people think as to uh, as to whether they need whether they want to do a particular course or not but but yeah. you can let's say let's say for example a particular course uh, is a, a mandatory uh, course and it's it's required to graduate you can keep that till the end okay and okay. and and you can do you can do probably 60 credits as well got it but one thing is once you get admitted to a course and then you want to shift to a different course yeah then i think i'm i am not sure about uh, how the visa works and if you yeah. get if you get yeah. to change the course within the same college i don't know how it works yeah. i think you might have to get your new f1 because because your internship that's your cpt period that's your work permit for your internship right. and your work permit post your master is all defined or is all determined okay and defined based on your masters Oh, okay, okay okay so whether so what i mean by determined and defined is whether you have a work permit and whether you have the the duration of that work permit is also determined based on your coursework the so stem courses that science technology engineering and mathematics have yeah, one yeah. plus two years of extension right so yeah. total in total you have three years of opt yeah yeah so uh, so so that way there are a lot of visa restrictions so i don't think i can i can clearly answer yeah, yeah. Uh, how much flexibility you have in your courses but with respect to engineering in general yeah you could probably come here do some mscs and uh, and and then do a lot of other courses and then fin- ensure that you have some minimum requirements that's for anything ever that, that's for everyone actually yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if i'm doing now masters in supply chain engineering i have uh, i have i think 30 credits of mandatory courses itself mm-hmm. yeah but then a uh, few of those courses are not offered in all the semesters so oh, during okay. my fall semester i had to i had only uh, nine credits of mandatory courses God. but georgia tech i think one of the very few colleges which has uh, which has 12 credits of minimum requirements 
most of the other colleges would have eight or nine. Uh, Georgia Tech has twelve. So I had to take three more credits in order to be a full-time student because I'm an international student. I need right. to have three credits right. and show that I'm a full-time student here. I cannot I cannot do a reduced course load. Got it. Uh, uh, during any of my semesters, probably during my graduating semesters, I have I have a permit if my academic advisor approves it for because I'm graduating. But right. I think you might have another uh, reduced course load because of. uh during the first semester because you're just new to the education system but other than that right. you have to oh, you have to do 12 credits so that way i'll be graduating with 33 credits so i took an extra course got it based on my interest so so that way you can do what you're interested in it just comes at extra cost and exactly. you just have to plan it well to ensure yeah. that you you finish because yeah. the visa is the there are visa restrictions as well so once you're done you graduate Correct, correct. You you cannot finish your thirty credits, whatever was needed, and then continue to just pay tuition and try to do sixty more credits. It yeah, doesn't yeah, work yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. You need to keep something in the end so that so that you don't do it uh, till you until you reach a point that you want to graduate now. Makes sense. Yeah. So there is flexibility, but it comes at extra cost. Makes sense. I mean, that that's a lot of insight. Very comprehensive uh, review of the whole. Uh, process and uh, you know it's it's great that we also have people talking about visa and other restrictions that as undergrad students we have no idea about it's something that you experience only after putting yourself in that situation so thank you for that and um, and uh, just just one point things yeah, things sure. keep changing rules Correct. keep changing so yeah. don't take me by my word i may not be right there's a lot of things lot of yeah, yeah. So <laughs> i reach out to my international advisor at georgia tech and right. and they are experts who know what's changing what's happening with yeah, the cis yeah. yeah department of homeland security customs yeah. and immigration Got so it. so things keep changing so yeah, I, yeah. i'm not so my yeah. my answers at times may not be right with respect definitely, to definitely i mean as of now it's definitely relevant to students and uh, i mean we'll look we'll look at how things change and more or less the the basic structure that they frame in terms of how your admission is structured and the job corresponding to that thing is structured will more or less be similar according to me so nevertheless we really appreciate the insights that you gave uh, it's very 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 comprehensive all right so <clears throat> we all know that uh, basically to get admissions uh, the biggest pointer on your or one of the biggest pointers on your resume will be your gre score so just give us a few insights that you think is something that is not mentioned generally or which personally worked out for you very well when you were preparing for gre uh, well uh, i i don't i don't think i did a great job in uh, gre uh, so so my my take on gre is uh, when you have a good score it doesn't matter okay but when you don't have a good score it matters so okay. what i so what it's i mean by that is is when you when you have a good score it's like it's like something like a minimum requirement you have it okay great now let's okay. see how the candidate is correct uh, but when you don't have it uh, that could be a cause of your uh, cause of a rejection but then but then you never know no one no one knows how the admission process takes place these are just yeah. experiences and stories you hear from others and you experience yeah. so Yeah. So, so these are no one knows the right answer, but I feel GRE uh, is something like that. Uh, for any with respect to engineering, I think I think I can I can restrict myself just to that because that's what I know. Uh, I think I know a lot uh, about. So, 
quant is something which is extremely important Correct. so a quant is something is extremely important and vocabulary is something which you need to ensure that you cross that minimum um, uh, minimum barrier or or probably that minimum requirement uh, for each university it changes with every every university so okay. and you know so regarding for gre there are a lot of lot of people saying a lot of things so so a lot of help you can get from youtube and from yeah, different yeah, yeah. and the applications and different sources but my take is just one simple thing Uh, focus on quant uh, many people focus on vocabulary uh, because quant yeah. is re- pretty easy for uh, indians and uh, but focus on quant as well and ensure yeah. that you are able to uh, probably in case you're really good you could probably get 170 on 170 or try and ensure that you Definitely. get a brilliant score probably 165 yeah. plus yeah. Uh, that way uh, that way you know that you are good for engineering and probably vocabulary yeah. is something you can work on and uh, so that 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 was my approach so i think i think i think it it worked to a certain extent yeah definitely all right so um also apart from the gre score it's really important on how you present yourself to the admissions uh, board and how you structure your cv or resume and your sops and lors and all of that so just give us a little bit of insight about what were some of the pointers that you made sure that you put in a lot of effort on and focused to make sure that you present your best self uh, in terms of the application process which describes your work experience your projects your internships and all of that well uh, so so this is how yeah. i would look at the admissions gre is something like a minimum requirement or, or something yeah. like a requirement yeah. once you have uh, got a good score for the particular university you can just remove it out right uh the next the the main thing for any admission is sop and yeah. then i would say lor and then right. resume okay so so that's the that's the priority i would put in so these are just my personal opinions uh, okay. so so i i first feel like you need uh, first like sop is the most important thing uh, <laughs> you need to first convince them that why you want to do this and yeah. why do you want to do it there right uh, for my let's take my example why do i want to do supply chain engineering and why do i want to do that georgia tech yeah. why not anywhere else and why come right. to the us and study so so the main problem which i see or probably which uh, i feel people might do is to read a lot of sops before they write their own sop okay so so one thing i feel they do check is in gre you have a separate section i don't know what it's actually called but where you write essays and stuff where mm-hmm. you get a score out of Uh, five or six or oh, i think yeah. five I'm yeah the writing section yeah. so yeah the writing section i don't know i don't know i think it's graded based on five or six so yeah. so they want to so they might look at that score as well and see that if in case they got a 4 4.5 and they see an sop which is which is which is not great yeah. they would assume that it has been uh, sop has been written from by someone else got it got but it. in case you got extremely less in the writing section and your sop yeah. is great fabulous yeah 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 so they have they have, they see probably a judge take this year on 2000 applications for a particular program and they admit 50 20 yeah. 30 yeah so the amount of experience they have is tremendous and they have been Excellent. doing it for years definitely so so they know the tips and tricks every candidate use uses yeah. so what i advise or what i did is first write my own sop how irrespective of how bad it is Okay. because once you read a particular sop it's difficult to think different yeah think originally also so think think originally so you get influenced you feel that's yeah. great and you want to include 
the same thing here yeah. so i would first say write your own sop yeah get it to a decent uh, decent probably a decent stage and yeah. then review it show it to a few people and yeah. try and ensure that even when i review sops i do not write anything for anyone i Make just sense. ask i just i just i just ask a few questions for example if they're talking about their work experience and they're talking yeah. about something what yeah. i just quickly say what did you achieve from it got it uh, how is it related to the course so ask the right questions all they have to do is just answer those questions right that way you have a great sop sop is basically like you i have a set of questions you just need to answer them yeah but just that you just you just probably uh, accumulate all your answers and make it look good right. that's an right. sop according to me that's so right. so that's what i did so what i did is i first wrote my sop absolute blunder and then <laughs> i got it reviewed multiple versions probably 20 yeah. 25 edits and oh. then once i reached the decent stage i started reading a lot of my sops uh, oh. you know my sister my sister's sop was also there i yeah. did not look at it yeah uh, yeah i and this is what she told me it's actually her advice i did not read it got so it. then i read her uh, sops got some inputs Makes and then read other sops and yeah. got some more inputs and then tried to bring in those in my sop so basically my sop is already there and i'm trying to make it better i'm yeah. not using someone else's sop and bringing in my influences in it definitely i'm having my sop and bringing others influences in it yeah something something that i'm like i'm not sure if i was clear but then yeah it makes then, a lot of sense like, makes a lot of sense so i feel sop is the most important thing because your lor is something what your professor gives and he's been yeah. uh, he or she has been giving uh, giving a lot of lors right most of the times most of the professors have been giving a lot of lor right so so they have a similar structure and and uh, and they have a, they, they might have a similar take on every student right so right so you cannot expect them to think differently and give you a very specialized uh, or probably a very different lor which which stands out so it's lor right. is something which is not in your hands so leaving that sop is something which you focus on and yeah. then resume is to basically highlight whatever you are said in the sop yeah. uh, sop you would have spoken about uh, why you did bachelors what was the story Got and it. then you would say uh, what sort of work experience in case you have work experiences or internships you talk about that and then you build up all the story and in the end say that what is lacking now and why masters is the answer to it yeah yeah so that's how that's why i think i brought my sop first i spoke about i did bachelors in this it was great okay so i got i got this job by doing yeah. this internship learned yeah. a lot of things it was great my job was going great but then what happened and what is the solution to that makes sense makes a lot of sense so hence hence i wanted to pursue my masters and this 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 and i think judge that i could be a great fit something something like that that's oh. how the story should probably go that's how my story went yeah. so so then probably resume is something which highlights all of those right. things in a greater detail it tells you what you did your bachelor's in it talks about your various internships your various projects your various yeah. as uh, work experiences you've had various firms you've worked for any sort of uh, of uh, outside extracurricular activities you've been involved in and okay. stuff like that yeah so so, yeah. so that's so that's my take i could probably elaborate more but i think this is good enough there's yeah. there are a lot of people who have spoken about a lot of things so i think yeah yeah i think this, this is, is a very good insight on how to approach it and uh, the priority list that you mentioned is also very helpful according to me 
and uh, <clears throat> talking about your interests and how you put forward that interests uh, it is a personal I'm sorry story. just uh, I'm sorry to cut you off just yeah. just one thing I forgot to mention about LOR yeah in case your work experience always try to get that balance try and try and get some recommendations from your professor as well as from the manager yeah i think that yeah. might help so so that way they know that at, uh, people at people in different uh, probably how can i say this people at different places uh, are evaluating you and they all feel feel a particular a pro, they may not feel the same but then they have certain things to highlight about yeah yeah so, yeah Makes sense. Just, just ensure in case you have work experience, if you have significant work experience, probably yeah. six months, seven months, eight months. Uh, yeah. I don't think a recommendation might, uh, might, might be good. But then, uh, but then, if you have spent some significant time, just ensure that you have a good uh, recommendation from your uh, firm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's a great starting starting point for the next question for the follow up question. So. you personally went forward with working before applying for masters and uh, that that kind of justified your career choices and knowing what you wanted to do and you could craft an sop where you try to bring in this point where you spoke about how your work experience and your interests have been aligned with the coursework that you're trying to apply for right so uh, walk me through the journey of how you explored this uh, interest and focus area and at if there was any point where you decided that this is definitely a career that i would like to work in and this is a career opportunity that is viable for my uh, prospect my future prospects well uh, great great question so i think i think i might probably have to start from my second year of engineering because that's when i got introduced to industrial engineering yeah. and uh, and industrial engineering you could probably get into manufacturing or probably get into some planning and right. different sort of roles forecast thing planning optimization right. so a lot of things you could do so from the second year to fourth year you ex- you learn a lot of things and you right. identify which one you like the most yeah the latter so, so yeah. yeah so so basically um, second year was filled with a lot of mechanical engineering uh, at okay. times i didn't enjoy it um, <laughs> so similarly the third year and fourth year a lot of lot related to engineering management a yeah. uh, lot on um, lot on or operations yeah. research and lot on some yeah. few few parts of supply chain and everything yeah. so that's when i saw supply chain and uh, that, that's when i got interested i was extremely interested in this particular excuse me particular field called supply chain yeah. and uh, that was that was one part which focused on an entire process just not on a particular uh, uh, probably subset of a particular or uh, even in an organization when you look at a footprint it does not just focuses on focus on one part it looks yeah. at the entire footprint right. and sees uh, is how a process is and how can we improve a process right. so and 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 also another way of looking at it is a supply chain is probably an evergreen line it's going to be there always yeah, uh, yeah. customers are going to need products customers are going to need services yeah. and it has to be delivered to them yeah irrespective of however whatever mode it is so 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 looking at all of those aspects i the the interest in a particular field grows you right. see a lot of uh, opportunities you see you have some, you have some amount of interest i'm going to be honest i'm not going to say oh wow supply chain very interesting That's what i want to get you also you also yeah. look at your future opportunities you want to see okay exactly exactly got some opportunity it's going to it's going to uh, it's it's going to take you to uh, take you in this journey and it's going yes. to help it is going to help you get somewhere 
Yeah. So, so all of those influences develops your interest in a particular field. That was similar. Uh, similar. Yeah. It was a similar story for me. Uh, but then after that, I got a job, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no job is exactly related to what you're interested in, or yeah. exactly related to what the company does. Yeah. Uh, if you probably go to uh, go and work for an automobile manufacturing company, you're not going to be the one who's going to be designing cars. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you you might be working for the firm. You might be doing something uh, in in a very small way, but then, but then, uh, you're not going to get that full experience of designing something or or making something. So similar for me as well. So when I went to KPMG, I was doing something related to I was doing more into data analytics and. and more on uh, accounting but then it was with supply chain related data so uh, i was i was i was uh, it was not completely relevant but i was still staying in that domain yeah, yeah, yeah. to a certain to a certain extent yeah uh, so so I, i i always feel like if you have to get a great admit you have to ensure that you stick to a particular field as you exactly. move along it increases your yeah. chances yeah. so so that way i stayed in supply chain and then uh, and then when i when i came here i got to learn a lot about supply chain and us has a great industrial engineering and supply chain market so right. there are a lot of opportunities uh, so that's why i was uh, i i i was like in the sense i didn't have any other options i had to go come to the us because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is where uh, a lot of jobs for industrial engineers are in case in case if i had to go to a different and uh, country i might i might had to i might have to think about my i program and think if i think if i have to to yeah. do something different uh, so yeah. so that way uh, i was interested in supply chain i did something related to supply chain i wouldn't i wouldn't say i did i did supply chain when yeah. i worked it was a bit different but yeah. then it's 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 about how much you get involved in what aspects of your job you yeah. want to ensure that you stay relevant at at some point so you yeah. just want to to uh, be ready you should be ready to learn even at your job be ready to ensure that you move yourself to a domain yeah, yeah. in which you uh, which which you like so yeah that way stayed with supply chain and then i moved forward and did my masters in supply chain great great so it's really interesting to know how your career choices developed and what are the factors that you considered while ensuring that this is something that you would like to pursue in life and uh, definitely these are pointers that will apply to almost everyone who are trying to think about career prospects and uh, thank you so much for the wonderful insights and uh, you know last but not the least definitely i uh, would love to talk about you know where do you see your future prospects in terms of how georgia tech as a university provides you and the course work that you have chosen and the job that you have gotten right now so what are the future prospects that you look forward for well uh, i am in a field which has which 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 involves with a lot of planning and and a lot of high level decisions so right. so i feel like it's an ex- extremely interesting field to be in yeah. and yeah. the tremendous amount of growth because you're interacting a lot with senior management and making a lot of uh, big decisions for the company yeah. uh, so for example to give you a very small example uh, for supply chain where should a factory be where should how should the products reach customers these are decisions which can go uh, way up the ladder right, right. from and and uh, with respect to operations there are a lot of decisions which are taken by the senior management so this in- right. increases your interaction with senior management so tremendous yeah. growth in this field uh, so so i would i would probably see see myself probably in a few years i might i might see taking up some leadership roles 
yeah. uh, and uh, and being involved in a lot of supply chain in uh, decision making process but uh, with respect to georgia tech and how it has helped and uh, what where it see with respect to this future right now the near future i feel like uh, since i've got an offer with a big product based company uh, i think i think they've got a great product line and uh, there are a lot of opportunities for me to uh, learn and also grow along with the firm so i think i think right now i, I would just be focusing on learning and right. uh, continue to learn yeah. and see what the how the how the job in uh, india is yeah. so definitely you know that's what i'm looking forward to uh, yeah. i don't think i have anything anything else to add about uh, this yeah. aspect but yeah but really excited about the next journey yeah all right then thank you so much for coming on this podcast and you know taking time off your busy schedule and uh, you know th- there are so many students on campus who are in mechanical and who are looking forward to uh, streams like supply chain management for pursuing their masters degree and what you said today is definitely an eye opener on many aspects and you've given so many pointers for students to inculcate during their whole process of admissions so thank you so much for this podcast would love to have another podcast with you where we we'll talk about many different things about how you know your work experience was in kpmg and how that was relevant to your coursework and uh, you know we'll again we'll talk once more and thank you so much for coming on this no problem thank you thank you so much and uh, in case in case anyone wants to reach out to me then they can as well i'm happy to so help everyone so so yeah uh, really looking looking forward to this thank you thank you and so good much. luck to your good luck to you as well yeah <laughs>